Hello, and thank you for joining LTC DON Chat, a podcast brought to you by the American Association of Post-Acute Care Nursing, APACN. I'm your host, Amy Stewart, Vice President of Education and Certification Strategy for APACN. I'm here today with Rob Leffler, the Vice President for PCA Pharmacy, to talk about the impact of medications on falls for residents in nursing homes today. Welcome, Rob. Hi, Amy. It's an honor to be here with you again. I'm so glad you asked me to join. I've been listening to your podcast. It's wonderful. Oh, thank you, Rob. Well, let's get right to it. Rob, how can falls be affected by medication administration and by specific medications that nursing home residents are taking? Medications do a lot of things to our bodies. Many of them are intended, but there are a lot of unintended side effects as well. Regardless of whether we want these effects to take place, they do. Think about some of our sedating psychoactive or pain medications. If they make the patient groggy, they're going to be more likely to have a fall. But it gets even more complicated. What if we give the patient two medications? and one is a diuretic and the other is sedating. Then we're making them want to use the restroom and sedated at the same time. So that makes the problem potentially worse. And then there are a lot of other effects that can be happening besides sedation and urination. Orthostatic hypotension is another one that comes to mind. The patient gets up too quickly and that blood pressure could drop and then they wind up on the floor. In that example, we could work together with the timing of medication administration. Maybe give that medication at bedtime. Then the risk for orthostatic hypotension, well, it may not go away entirely, but the greatest risk could be when they're asleep. And then the facility staff can get involved to help the resident remember to not get up too quickly in the morning. They could sit up for a few minutes and then get up so that their blood pressure can adjust. Anticholinergic medications are often necessary, but they also frequently increase fall risk. They can make patients more confused, so that decreases their safety awareness. If several medications are being administered, and let's face it, our residents and patients frequently take a lot of medications, the side effects can add up or cause other reactions that is then going to increase the risk of falling. So hopefully you can see how medications can really play into the potential for falling. That's really great information. I know myself, when I've been prescribed new medications, you know, even those new medications, you have to really watch for. I took something that made me dizzy. And, you know, so just watching people during that first couple of weeks of a new medication as well. Yes, that's really important. Because medications have this impact, it sounds like the nursing team and the pharmacist really need to work together to ensure patient safety. Do you have any recommendations for best practices in collaborating with the pharmacist to help prevent falls? Yes, communicate. That's the name of the game, right? As a consultant, I want to know what your concerns are. In fact, I love when a director of nursing reaches out with any medication concern. But in the case of falls, 
since we've shown that medications can increase fall risk, even if you just think there's not a concern, letting your consultant pharmacist know is really important. Sending them an email or sending them a text or a call, then they can do a thorough medication risk assessment and evaluation, which can help you determine if there might be changes that could decrease that fall risk. Maybe it didn't contribute to that fall, but they could put a patient at risk for a future fall. And we know having a history of fall puts people at risk for another fall. And something else to keep in mind is that all this can also happen before a fall occurs. You might be concerned about a resident for any reason. Involve your pharmacist to see if they can help decrease that fall risk before the first fall happens. Thank you for that information, Rob. But what about the interdisciplinary team? How can they get involved in helping to prevent falls? Falls happen for a million reasons. They can be things like strength, gait, medications, poor safety awareness. There are a million things that have been correlated with falls. So there are also a million ways the interdisciplinary team can help. Pharmacists are the medication experts. Therapists are experts in things like strength and balance and gait and lots of other areas. Your staff members have even other areas of expertise and experience. By using everyone's strengths, you can all work together to decrease fall risk. I've seen a lot of falls programs over the years. They have great ideas, but a lot of times they operate in silos. And what I mean by that is maybe the nurses at the facility work to decrease fall risk, but they do it on their own independently. While that's a great place to start, working with that entire team can make that even better. And I'm not just talking about communicating to vendors like your pharmacy or your therapists. Getting everyone involved, from environmental services to activities to med techs, QMAs, CNAs, everyone. The more people you have focused on safety, the better. So communicating out to everyone that you're focused on falls and it's important is going to help with that. I love that information, and I think it's important, too, that everyone, as you mentioned, everyone needs to know who is at risk for falls. Even though we know almost anyone can fall in a nursing home, who's at most risk? Because that's where that whole everybody, environmental services, activities, et cetera, everybody you mentioned can get involved to help in preventing falls. So thank you. Is there anything else that you would like to share today with our listeners? Yes, there are a lot of programs out there and they help and they show great results for decreasing falls, but you can't expect one system to be the band-aid that fixes all falls for you. I've heard about electronic systems that even monitor residents for safety, predicting their falls, and lots of patients fall when they get up unassisted, and that's wonderful, but what if there's a medication problem? That electronic system is not going to determine that it was medications or the patient needs to work on their gait. Maybe they're going to fall when they're walking down the hallway. Again, those systems aren't going to fix all of those problems. The more different resources, the better the results you'll have. And just one more thing, if I can, 
reacting to each fall and investigating those contributing factors is important, but also working with your entire team to be thinking and watching for indicators that someone could be at risk for a fall and would benefit from some kind of thorough and interdisciplinary review before that first fall is just as important. If we can prevent that first fall, we're really doing a lot of good work for our patients and residents. Rob, I love having you on our podcast. You always provide such great information for our listeners. So thank you for joining me today. It's been my pleasure, Amy. Listeners, thank you for joining us today. For more resources and tools for nurse leaders, please visit our website at www.apacin.org. To ensure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the LTC DON Chat Podcast. Heard the news about how you can improve quality care and increase efficiency with Ability? Ability offers a range of applications to simplify the complexity of healthcare, allowing organizations of all types and sizes to spend more time on care and less time manually collecting, analyzing, and reporting data. This allows you to remain in compliance while making data-driven decisions that benefit residents. With Ability, your facility can improve resident outcomes, optimize reporting data, enhance reimbursements, and much, much more. Discover what Ability has to offer at abilitynetwork.com slash a pack-in. 